previously on Understanding a Man. But I wanted to kind of shut it down because I was like, we're going to go like an hour and a half on this one. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> but yo, honestly, this was a moment where a movement from a Holy Spirit perspective, I don't know what, you know, where your faith might finally rest in that area. Oh, I, but... I, I, I believe in Jesus. I believe he rose on the third day. I believe okay. man, in my heavenly father. I mean, I, and I didn't even get to some of the things that have been deposited in me with him. I mean, especially when it comes to uh, relationships and our relationship with the creator. And right. The fact is, is that oh, you know, feel, always feel free to drop those in because I sprinkle them in. I don't Bible beat, but I'm gonna sprinkle them in. I can't now. Yeah, yeah, and because and, 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 it's funny, but where how you know when we were in that uh that being authentic and knowing yourself. Well, man, the heavenly Father says, man, you know, I'm the Lord, and I change not. You know, I am God. You know, I am that I am. And so right. if we want to have now, granted, His love for us never love us always stays consistent. He gives us right. mercies daily. However, though, in order for us to suck with him and to have fellowship in, in a way that bad, it is so beneficial to us, we have to raise our level of who we are to meet him where he's at. And Come so on. the thing is, is that when we don't, when we don't do that, or so, because he never comes down to us. He, he mm. always man, is looking for us to come to him. Why? Because he is the standard. And I, I, unfortunately, a lot of us don't know who we are. And so because we don't know who we are, we just go along with so many different ideas, quips, whims, or anything like that. Oh, maybe we should try an open relationship now. Hmm, that'll right. be, so that's the standard now. No, it's not right. the standard. That's never been your standard. But you're just going along just for the sake of a relationship. And I just always parallel it. Try, I try my best to parallel it back to the relationship that the creator has with his creation. You know what? Now, Since you already let on in, you Mr. know what? James this, this, Bush <laughs> discussing divorce. We already in part two episode of uh of understanding a man. Uh, we're actually sitting here talking about divorce inside of COVID, and I have a special guest with me here. Um, and y'all have to go back and listen to part one of the bombs that Mr. James Bush dropped. But um, you know, I want to take a moment and just say, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining uh, the uh, understanding a man podcast today, Mr. Bush. Uh, normally my co-host uh, Alexis and Charles they, they, they out about shaking the move in the day um, but if you want to just take a moment and just share with the individuals uh, who you are uh, where you're from and how can people find you as we because the topic is already hot so I just want to touch on that and then we got to get back to the hot time so let them know who you are <laughs> my name is James Bush um, I operate Bush Counseling Services uh, I was in, in the state of Tennessee. I'm directly in the middle Tennessee area. I, I host the Mind of a Man podcast. Um, I love what I'm doing. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and I did go to school for it, and I travailed and did what I need to do to get that degree so I can better serve my community. Oh, man, and, and thank you so much for just being out here, shaking and moving and doing that. And so, uh, you know, just, just working with the community in multiple capacities. So I want to encourage individuals that if you are looking for um, you know, a counselor uh, being right before you, this is being presented to you. And you were just kind of going into the the, the portions of, of, of dealing with inside of this divorce space that we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. And so one of the things I want to bring to the table, I want to bring two aspects today. Okay. Um, um, one dealing with, uh, you know, maybe why that you are there. Um, in this space, right? Why, 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 why are you in a divorce space, right? And also maybe some of the things that um, in dealing, if you actually happen to go through it, some of the things that that, um, that you can 
anticipate going through, we can say. And then you talked uh-huh. about <laughs> you can, we talked about this in your la- in the in the last episode or whatever yeah, that yeah. one of the questions that you asked people is that, you know, well, what does it look basically in so many words, what does it look like since you're saying that you want a divorce? You know, right. kids, the assets, the expenses, whatever case it be. Right. Um I want to take that thought and I want to kind of move forward into here because I want to, you know, one of the questions I do ask people is that, you know, why are you here? And sometimes, you know, a lot of times people talk about being broken, um, you know, in in a certain space. And so I I want to ask you, you know, well, what's the reason why that your creator would break you to the point with regard to your marriage? Well, I mean, what is, oh, no, no, I was just, I was was just saying that hypothetically and throw that out. I know you got your, well, I'm going to, because, because perhaps you're being brought to a moment, brought to your knees, brought into isolation, brought to this level of brokenness because your 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 creator's trying to show you something. Your creator's mm-hmm. trying to shift you. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe God is actually using your spouse to push you in a certain direction. Okay. Maybe it's to recalibrate something. Doesn't mean that you might happen to leave. Maybe you guys recalibrate and stay. Maybe yes. there's a recalibrate and go. Who knows? But just understand that um, let's stop looking at the problem of the, the the fact of the divorce and let's start asking ourselves why am i why am i here uh-huh. what are your thoughts about that i mean i couldn't have said it any better i think that sometimes we are in those spaces for us to grow i mean it mm-hmm. talks about men as men the brooks and the plant men as he's pruning it so that it can grow even more and so sometimes in our lives we have these moments where uh, we've gotten as far as we're going to get going right. the route that we're going to go right granted in the natural now look back in the natural that does not mean automatically there will be a divorce or so like that but right it, it sometimes can indicate is that there is a need to look at certain areas of the relationship it's right. a need to look at certain areas of that individual so that more growth more of usefulness can come from that plant from that being from that relationship from that situation because sometimes it's like, you know, you can't, um, you only, I mean, it, it's one of those spots where as much as you've been in a space, as much as you've been able to kind of operate in that capacity, once right. you have gone to that spot where it's like, oh, I, I've seen this other side of life. I've right. seen this other side of torment, uh, right. situations, heartache, you know, I've got this other piece of information. Now I can go back and I can inform other individuals who will believe me, who will say that, huh, he know what he's talking about. Because guess what? I had that thought yesterday. Right. That is a whole lot different than you just standing behind a rostrum for Latin or a podium, you know, saying, thus say of this, thus say of that. Because now it's more relatable. It's more personable. And now people can kind of identify with what you are saying Mm. intimately. You know what? That is so hard to look at, um, you know, how should you be growing? And because, you know, the first way that people always say that they want to grow is, you know, like, you know, what could you learn from the situation? It's just like, don't make dumb choices in picking people. No, no, because you're putting it on the other person again. You know what I'm saying? They, they love to go there or think better next time before something that's shade towards the other person. Right. So, you know, and it's hard to look at yourself when the other person is perhaps met in your mind, the other person is participating in actions that make you say, that's the reason why they were, they were here because of what you did. 
how am I really supposed to kind of look at myself, at, you know, in this moment of, of understanding why am I here? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to get personal with it. When I first, man, had my divorce, I had the blame game going. I had mm-hmm. fingers pointed. I said, this person did this, 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 this. The big finger was wagging, 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 wagging. And like my um, coach in basketball, you tell me, every time you point a finger, you have a bunch of fingers pointing right back at you. Right, and right, so right. It wasn't until later on in my journey or so after counseling, after uh, a quiet time or so that I was able to figure out, you know what, maybe that person did do those things, but there is some autonomy. There is not necessarily blame, but there are some red lights that I ran in this situation myself. There are some right. things that I didn't do that I needed to do better, that I needed to right. grow in. And again, it's all about growth because it's all right. about being able to in this day and time, in this life, be the best version of yourself so that you can squeeze every ounce of potential out of who you are. That is what I believe the creator has for all of us. And so in order to get us to that place, sometimes things do happen. And so what I realized is that I wasn't my most authentic self. I wasn't assertive enough. You know, I rested on ideas of what I thought a marriage contained and presented as opposed to what it needed to be. And granted, now we can go and do things in that form and it ends even quicker. We may not get to that year or or 10 year or 15 years. It might end in two years, but guess what? When you are being who you are, when you're being your most authentic self, you are teaching people how to treat you in that moment. And when you are doing that as a powerful individual, and so sometimes these things are necessary, but right. it takes time and it takes man humility to say, okay, there was some stuff that I, I didn't do. There was some things that I didn't get uh, when I was younger. And I'm not right. going to go and blame mom. I'm not going to blame dad. I'm not going to blame right. society right. or anything like that. What I'm going right. to do is I'm going to take ownership of it and say, yeah, that didn't happen. One of the biggest things that I'm going to go out there and put out there for, for me, and I've seen for a lot of um, brothers, I didn't know how to love a woman. I specifically did not know sense. how to love the woman that I was married to. She had raise his hand. hand. Hey, I'm raising my hand with you. Raise his hand. Hey, look, she had. But I think no, no. I think that that's. I I want to rest there just for right. ten seconds because I'm so thankful um, for your transparency there because a lot of men won't admit that. You know, right. um, a lot of. But here's the thing: it's not. I don't think that it's just for men. It's for women too. We right. really don't know how to love each other. Right, we don't. Yeah, we don't. What we know, we walk into this relationship loving the way we love the last one. There's a whole nother person with a whole nother brain. Right, and we. So I totally understand that, Pete. I'm sorry. I want to rest there because I want people to understand. If anybody is there, understand that it's not okay, but it is okay. right? Right, it's not okay because you need to work through it. Right, but it is okay because. Uh, there's a many of us out here we never really learned how to love another person you know and it's one of those things where i rested on i mean i mean it's crazy to be honest with you i looked at more ideas of what a guy is and what Mm -hmm. guys do and so instead of that looking at this vessel who i am joined to and seeing what are they needed you know what Mm -hmm. moves them now there is a lot of time invested in that process you know, you have to communicate, you know, you have to observe, you have to ask questions. Guess what? You have to be vulnerable. And so sometimes us coming out of the 80s and 90s, 
X-Men pretty much NWA. We were like, man, look, we not doing that. I was going to say, I never have, I never will. It's like, hell, never without the blue nose. But anyway, I'm not going, as I digress, my point is, is that being vulnerable in those spaces helps create the opportunity for you to be that man or mm-hmm. that lady that your right. partner is needing. But in order, because again, I, I think I wanted you to, to comment on this. We are wired differently. And yes. That was one of the biggest things that I had to realize. Is that yes. Men and women, as a therapist, I knew it, but I did not use it in practicality. Men and women are wired differently. We receive stimuli and information differently. So it's hitting her differently than it's hitting you. And it's not yes. saying that it's hitting her wrong, not saying it's hitting you wrong, but the understanding that goes along in that moment can go a long way. And so now when I am going and I am reading the manual of how to operate and how to work with her or so, I'm, I'm looking from a, I'm going from a strong point that says, okay, now just because I don't do this, but I know that you do this. So I'm going to speak your language. I'm going right. to listen into you, right. how you like to receive love, how you like to receive encouragement, how you like to receive whatever love language it is that you operate upon. And then right. that's where it goes. And then it becomes less of a selfish act to more of right. a selfless act. And, and I like that part. And, and, you know, one of the things that we want to make sure we highlight in this initial portion is that, you know, of you understanding why you're here, perhaps you know, your creator has figured out that your levels of communication are horrible. And if you improve those levels of, I mean, listen, some people's communication is horrible, right? And so if you if you improve that level of communication, watch this, you'll actually grow in your gift, at, you know, or, or operating inside of your talent. Yeah. Raise his hand, okay? So, you know, it's, it's different aspects that, that can exist in there of why you are here. But here's the thing, don't waste a lesson. Because even though you might have been in this situation for 15 years, two years, 10 years, whatever case it be, all of this was a lesson. It was for something. And it's, and what will help reduce, I'm not going to say it's going to eliminate, what can help reduce the level of anxiety and frustration that you have is to keep reverting back to what can I do better? How can I grow through this situation? Because at worst case, you walk away from the person, but you've grown now you're better actually for the next person, right? So the reason why that you might be in this space is not because you just need to do better picking. It might need to be that, you know, you need to do better from a communication perspective. It might need to be better because you need to work on improving your finances. It might, you know, cause finances is the number two reason for divorce, okay? So it might be because, you know, uh, when it comes to uh, understanding from an intimacy perspective, right, that, you know, maybe there's some areas there that you might want to work on. Maybe it's because, I don't know, there's a generational curse that exists in your family. You never even look back down the line and say, wait a minute. Everybody's divorced in my family. So that's called a generational curse. So maybe it was for you to realize that. And harness that so that maybe whether you can grow through it now or not, you help protect your offspring from being in that situation, right? To understand that this curse is coming down the line, right? And, you know, uh, it, I, I think that 
you know, God can take us to this place sometimes. I just don't, I don't want to stay too much on the spiritual aspects of it, but I can't move off of that because I know that sometimes we move to this space and it's for a reason. And instead of us figuring out the reason, we jump right back into other relationships and do the same thing again. It's funny you say that because, I mean, in your opening statement, you mentioned about what divorce looks like. And so coming out of a divorce, Sometimes when you are not as informed about who you are yourself, when you don't understand necessarily uh, what has happened and some of your own hangups or so, then you get somewhat of a cyclical nature of dating possibly the same person over and over and over right. and over again. So then you start dating the person that was your fantasy. You know, you date the person, oh, oh, oh gosh. So you get the person who maybe, hey, Do you uh, have any testimonials there, James? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Let's say that one for later. <laughs> so you take the person who um was your fantasy. So who was like, yeah, okay. Uh I like to say aka everything that you didn't hold on James real quick. You were fading a little bit. I don't know if you moved away from your mic or whatever. It looked like it was it fading. It was fading for a second. Okay, now go ahead. So everything that you didn't receive in your respective relationship, sometimes you can go and you have a tendency to gravitate towards. So if mm-hmm. it was a person who didn't have a lot of sex in your um, last relationship, maybe you're trying to go find you a porn star or an escort right. or right. A, a stripper or so like that. If it was a right. person who uh, didn't have a lot of money, now you're going to go and try to find somebody who's a CEO right. of IBM or the CEO of Whataburger or whatever have not. Ooh, that's so if strong. A person that that, uh, that they not what a burger. What a burger make money, bro. I know they do, but it's of all the fast food chains you said outside. Go ahead. What a burger make money, bro. <laughs> I, they, they do. They still up and running. You right. You right. They, they make money now. <laughs> if there's a person who didn't have a lot of emotional support, you go out looking to seek individuals who have that. Or in the, and my favorite, my last one. If the person that you were in a relationship was very abrasive, very brutal, they had a mouth on them, man, that rival sailors or so like that. You possibly look for individuals who maybe as not abrasive, who maybe a little bit more timid or so. The issue in all of that is, is that now you have taken a stance or a direction or an approach that is not, I want to say, you know, uh, fulfilling. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? So in this spot, you are taking somebody who their strong set and strong points are to be not as abrasive, to not be as harsh, to not be as, um, uh, uh, as uh, I guess, gaslighting or grenade launching towards you in your relationship. But however, there may be other areas that you also look for in life, in a mate, in a partner that you're looking for that is not there. You know, and you're kind of going into some of the, some of the uh, I guess the after the aftermath of um, once you're you're in this uh, divorce space, right? And you know, trying to get back out there, whatever case may be, or you know, making sure that you're not dating the wrong person or whatever. Um, and, and so we look at that. There's this. They said there's like six stages of divorce, and I know that um, yeah. you know we don't we don't have time maybe to touch on all of them, but I do right. want to touch on one because on, on the, well one of of two or three to, to talk about because sometimes that we're in denial, right? Stage one, denial. And you're in denial, not only be, some people got the paperwork on table and they still in denial. 
Some people haven't filed paperwork and they're in denial. Some people, the paperwork is already signed and they're in denial, right? And they have not accepted, you know, and I know acceptance is the last phase or whatever, yes. but the first being denial or whatever, but talk when you talk to your, your, your clients about that aspect of it, or even maybe something that you've experienced, what, what are your thoughts about that? Well, and well, you know what? I would. You know what? Let's go here, particularly okay. if you can go in this area. Okay. The denial while you're still married. The so denial. y'all ain't filed no paperwork, but right. you in denial of what's really going on. How would you speak? Because you got some people that's out there right now with this COVID thing going on. They're in that space. They're just in denial. Y'all are done. Ain't nobody filed yet. What are your thoughts? Well, one of the things is is that I feel like sometimes in, in some situations there's a couple of different situations. But in one I'm thinking about particularly off the top of my head. It's like getting hit with a Tyson two-piece. You did not see it coming. I mean, and it just pretty much leveled you. You did not prepare for this. You don't know where the kids are going to be afterwards. You don't know about your financial situation, your uh, mental and emotional standpoint, depending on what all you got going on. Because guess what? Just because you're in a divorce doesn't mean that life is not happening all around you. If you got mama in them, if you got daddy in them, and if they got some type of medical illnesses or if they got COVID themselves or something like that, that's an issue. That's a stressor. That's a problem or something like that. So again, there's all these things that are colliding at one point. Right. And then you have the actual divorce itself. That denial or something is somewhat dangerous because now your emotional state is all over the place. Right. Trusted friendships and social groups or so like that. I'm not saying that they are there to um, remedy the situation, but they are support systems that can help you in this time of need. Why? Because some of the decisions that you may make in that moment don't need to be made. (laughs) Right. And so guess what? A decision. Um. Guess what, bro? Guess what, Craig? Guess what, Craig? Um, man, she filed for. She said she's gonna file for. She said she's gonna leave, man. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Let me let me do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and uh, buy that car she always wanted. Or man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna go. Right. Let's, let's go take that trip that she always wanted. Let's let's go to let's go to this place. Let's go. There. I'm gonna give her the. I'm gonna give her everything. And that's gonna that's gonna save everything. And that's gonna that's gonna be the. Uh, and... That's gonna save everything in life. Like no. <laughs> listen and listen when I play this back I'm going to put a buzzer sound right there for that and that's not it <laughs> that is not it that but no go ahead though that is not what's going on. so you go in this spot where um there's another place or where that is in those six stages where it's car is called um bargaining or something like that where yeah bargaining that stage four yeah yeah where you're, where you're trying to go and do things to kind of help remedy the situation and try to play catch up and try to like to put the band-aid on the bloody gas that you're related oh, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm let's let, let's stay here. Let's stay here for a second. Okay. Because that bargaining area, a lot of times, sometimes people are trying to just change themselves, oh, yeah. and maybe for for good reason, right? Oh, yeah. But remember what we said earlier, right? Was it this episode or the last one? When I was talking about how long it might take for somebody to actually make a complete 360. It's like. Yeah. This, the cruise ship turning around. Okay, they go to counseling on Monday. Okay, on Tuesday, you're getting love-bombed your head off, right? And Wednesday and the Wednesday of the next week and maybe even the next week. But guess what? That person is, I, I can guarantee you this, that person is going to backslide. You are going to backslide because you've created all these bad habits for so long 
And so now you're like in that bargaining phase of, okay, maybe if I just change this and change that, you know, lose this weight or, you know, um, get this job or, 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 or sex the person like this, now the person's gonna stay. Could they? Actually, yes. But understand that in that space, it's gonna take a while to sift through that. It's not something that's gonna happen in 30 days. I I mean, I I haven't seen it yet. Not saying that it can't, just saying that, you know, I mean, it's probably not. So I'm I'm glad that you brought that part up because we go from, okay, this is not, I don't even know where I'm at and I'm just in denial of it to, okay, well, I'm just gonna make this change and, you know, we're just gonna magically, deliciously just turn around. And these are real phases that people go into. One of the things that you also said I want to touch on real quickly is that, you know, even in the decision making project, you were talking about emotions, which contrast contrasting emotions is also another phase um, that people go through. Right. Uh, and, and so your emotions are going up and down. And you're thinking about, you know, <laughs> what do you do wrong and how I failed or whatever case may be. Uh, talk to me about, you know, the, about that real feeling that you talk uh, with your clients I mean, about the emotions. I'm, I, I tell my, I tell my fellas that come to me. And they had these conversations. I said, be careful of feeding the beast. The beast that was within you. The beast that wants to go and check phone records. The beast that wants to go and look at emails and passwords and look to see what your partner is doing. In Ooh, that that's strong. Yeah, yeah. If you hinge on that type of behavior, you are doing something that is dangerous for yourself. Right. What you have to understand is that you can't control another individual. They have made their decision. They're going to do what they want to do. So what at that point, you need to do what you need to do for you. One is to check your emotions. I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Okay, come I on. Had a, I had a guy who I was in church one morning. Yes, I do. It's okay. regular church services, also, especially when COVID is not in. Right, right, right. I was in church, and I had my phone on me. And I rarely, I mean, I rarely ever keep it on. But I kept it on that day. And there's this client of mine, he was going through something, such as a divorce. What happened? Oh. He caught his wife, man, pretty much, man, in the upside down V. No, a right side V in a movie theater parking lot with another guy. And so they had said that they were going to get a divorce. Now, okay. My client comes to me and he calls me and he says, man, are we working on it? We're working on it. We're working on it. Now, on that Sunday, he called me out the blue. He said, James. I'm going to go over this guy's house because I, think I need to have a conversation with him about no, no, what is taking no. place. I need to tell his wife that he is not a good person or something. Ooh. That is absolutely the thing you don't do. <laughs> I need to tell. So he was going to, so that's, ooh, that's scandalous. So he was going to, his joint was already jacked up and he wanted to go over the other man's house and yeah. tell his wife uh-huh. that this dude isn't a, come on, man. Come on, man. I said, look, if you do that, that, if you if you do that, there is a high probability of chance you will be wearing shiny bracelets. <laughs> I was about to say somebody's going somewhere, and it's not him. It might be you know, it might be them. You know what I'm saying? Not the so, move you want to make. Not the move you want to make. No, it's not the move you want. I understand you're upset. One thing is that also too is that we can't um, deny how we are truly feeling. We can't suppress our emotions in that moment. We have to be honest with ourselves. And as we're being honest with ourselves, we understand that what we are possibly ready for and what we're not ready for in those moments. So if I am all keyed up, if I am basically man, livid with the situation, 
I do not need to be around individuals who can trigger me even the more. I right. need some time for myself. I may need right. some time away from the person that's possibly divorcing me because every time I'm looking at you, I really want to do something. Guess what? Right. That is a reality, fellas. That's something that does happen. But what I will tell you is, if you take the necessary time and separate with you and let the anger dissipate and start working on yourself and allow yourself to transition through these different stages, through these different moments, I promise you, it will not feel the same always. Come on, dissipate. You want to come in with the vocabulary workshop. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but uh, one of the things I like you just said about um, about being in the moment of the emotions. And I think that that's something, whether you're a man or a woman, but particularly I want to talk to my men really quickly because, um, you know, a, a lot of times the emotions of a woman, they've been walking lock and step in, in a better, a better understanding of their emotions versus us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, whether it's a cry, whether that it's a, it's, it's the pain, um, whether you're, you know, whether you feel wounded or whatever case it be, understand that it doesn't make you less of a man of being in that space, right? But you need to exist in the moment and actually feel the emotion and work through it. Don't deny the emotion because it's almost like suppressing it. And you can actually come from a clinical perspective, um, you know, James, but I, I wanna share that portion because sometimes as men, we more deny it. You know, we feel that feeling of, I miss her or, you know, I really, or maybe you want to even stay in the game and stay, stay in the match, whatever it is that, that, you know, that emotion comes on you and you might beat yourself up or you might, uh, you know, you might drug it up too much. You might drink it up too much. You might, you know, do something to try to suppress that feeling, that emotion, you know, talk to, can you share some light on that part of, uh, of the emotions from a man perspective and feeling, being in that moment and working through it? One thing that I try to tell my clients is I, I, I use this statement. Suppressing how I feel won't make my feelings go away. Acting like the problem doesn't exist won't make it disappear. It is important, fellas, for us men to be present and to be cognizant of where we are in oh. this time. Can you so, repeat that? Repeat. No, no. I think please repeat that one more time because I need us as men to understand that. Okay, it says, suppressing how I feel won't make my feelings go away and acting like the problem doesn't exist won't make it disappear. And so there's two dualities that are taking place at that point. One is the ability to understand what is taking place within me. Right. We gotta be honest, we gotta be honest with ourselves. Right. We gotta call it, it's like when your football coach told you, you missed that tackle, you missed that pass or something like that. That happened. It's, right. just, it's not an anomaly. No, it happens. So like right. that, we got to be honest with ourselves what's going on. But it's right. also the other side and the other portion of that is saying that there is a problem. Guess what? Us continuing to go down this road in this manner is not going to help that problem. Right. So there has to be a change. I love what Bill Belichick, the um, New England Patriots uh, coach says, is that if you wait till halftime, to make you know game changes, you've already right. lost. Ooh, so, that's real. A lot of us have waited past halftime. As Elam would say, we waited till it's two minutes before the end of the fourth quarter <laughs> to try to go and do something about it. Guess what? That is very, very, very hard to yeah. try to do something with. Dirt. So what we have to do is acknowledge what is going on with side of us, where are we at, what is taking place, what do we need right now? Because right. that's our next question. 
What am I needing right now? Do I need a drink? Probably not. Do I need to smoke? Probably not. Do I need another woman? Do I need six different women? Do I need to go and have that threesome that I always wanted to have? That's not going to do a lot for you. That's 30 minutes or <laughs> something like that. Right. That's well, the way that we think. think. I mean, a lot of times we, time we think like that. I mean, hey. That's a real. That's I mean, we were just like, man, maybe I should have, maybe I should just go and just have an orgy right now. Why? Right. Because I, I feel like I need that type of companion. But no, let's rest there because a lot of times men feel like that they just go and just bone a bunch of women or whatever that's gonna get you out. Like it's not, bro. It's not. Right. But, but see, again, it's like something I was telling you earlier is that when you go from a setting of where you're in a relationship. You have someone where you know where they are. It's like, okay, yeah, we beefing right now, but I know you in the other room, you know, or man, you know, I know basically, man, you in the kitchen, or man, she, man, upstairs or downstairs or whatnot. And then when you have these settings and there's more separation, mm-hmm. there is a lack of companionship, a lack of availableness. And then there's a lack sometimes of loneliness that sets yes. in for the brother. Yes. So what do they do? They try to fill those spaces with these right. distractions and these things that they believe that will make them feel better. Guess what? When the gal comes to your room or the <laughs> hotel room, or no, the women come to your hotel room or so like that. And after y'all are finished doing what you are doing, guess what? They're going to leave. <laughs> That's just, man, a given. That is a promise. They will take whatever they are going to take if you are paying them, and they are going to leave. And so now you are still stuck as a man in a room by himself, looking right. at himself, you know, with himself, with his thoughts, with his ideas, with what has just happened in the last 30 days of my life, what has just happened in my marriage or so like that. Right. I am broken. And so these are some of the things that we said, that's not the case. So what do we do? We go and we put together people, a team of individuals who can help support you, who can help uplift you in that Come moment. On. Who will man, will be there to tell you, hey, look, you messing up right now, Doc. You wild. Right. You hurt. And I mean, right. guys, and because I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say for my, for me, when I had my brother telling me, telling me, my, I mean, he said, you hurting right now, man. You hurting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm hurting now. Right? I'm like, you gonna get the hell right. away from me like that? But look, they knew how to reach me. They knew right. how to have those conversations with me. There right. wasn't Bible beating. They wasn't brow beating. And what they were doing was they were saying, hey, look, you're in a different space right now. You out here wild, and I understand you're doing your thing, but be careful. Or so, and they would drop little hints along the way. It's like, hey, look, you want to go out? Let's go out, man. Let's go get something. Let's go get a drink or something. Let's do something, anything like that. Because those individuals showed me that they actually care for me. And right. they would go and they would minister to me, not necessarily what thus saith the Lord, but they would right. say things along the lines where, you know what, man, I'm going to tell you the truth. In this situation, the way it was going along, that was going to be disastrous. Do you know, so so as you're in this space right here, I want you to stay right there. So how important do you think is it for men to unlock? And I, I want to say this correctly, because a lot of times as men, we can um, concede and go into isolation um, because, we're, we're, you know, we're kind of built to be alone, but we don't like to be alone. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to you know, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to share that level of emotion with James. I don't know whether I, I want to say, hey, dude, let's go grab a drink because I got to cry real quick and I got to talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, how important would you say it is to have, you know, a, a village around you, an educated village around you? Um, and when I say education, I don't mean curriculum wise. I mean, somebody that can actually, mm-hmm. like you said, how your friends are doing you. Mm-hmm. How important is that? I think it's very important. 
um, I think about that to uh, different kings because now everybody, they want to call, you know, uh, well, not everybody, that's an absolute, but many want to refer to us as kings. I love it. And so when you think of a kingship, you think of the court and, you know, the advisors that he has around him, those who are informed to kind of help him make the decisions for the land. And so right. now you got, as you are a king, who do you have in your court? Who do you have that is around you that can help you navigate these different situations? So, right. I mean, and so, and sometimes you got to remember, you know, in a court, you have a joker, you know, somebody <laughs> who's up to no good, who just said, hey, look. <laughs> Yo, you had to say that right when I took a sip of my beverage. I was about to spit out. You will have a joker. Okay. <laughs> they, they will tell you flat out, it's like, hey, look, Let's go out to the Dominican, man, man, for about a week, man, and let you go do your thing, bro. Come on, Joker. <laughs> They're going to say that, and you have to be prepared, but then you'll have other individuals say, hey, look, man, chill out, man, Just chill out. Before we go and make all kind of life-altering decisions, right. life-altering things, let's right. get back to the basis of who you are. Before you were in this situation, this is who you are. This is how you were operating. You right. were the man, the father, the king, the businessman. The, the worker, the, the confidant. You were a lot of these different things and so like that. Now, granted, you can't fill all those roles right now because you are actively going through those things, but you have other men around you that you can mm -hmm. lean on and to support you in those moments. And so mm -hmm. it's very important that you don't isolate yourself from that. Now, also, too, there's something that men really have a problem with that I believe called vulnerability. Being, being able to be open and share within you what is actually taking place saying look man i'm hurt man i am broken right this guess what man i actually still love my wife i love her and i am jacked up about this situation that is important to find people that you trust that are in your corner that you can do that with if you don't have them fella or you don't have them sisters man you need to check man your circle and here's the thing a lot of times that pain of that emotion for some people, because you know, when men don't understand something, the number one thing we, you know, I, I call it rage. I call it the three R's: rage, yeah. reason, or run. That's what a man does when he. So men, even when you're dealing with yourself, you also do this inside of your emotions. You rage, which means you just get mad, and obviously you're gonna throw shade and blame towards the, your spouse, whatever case it be. This is, you know, you and you mad, right? And that might make you react. Um, or you run, meaning you shut down, suppress, push it to the side, only to have what we talked about earlier for it to pop back out or for you, you know, you, you're going to have to deal with it at some point. Um, but, I, but the space that we want to get to is reason, right? And your reason might be, like you just said, with regard to your vulnerability of speaking with, you know, um, somebody that you can counsel up. Mm -hmm. Let me share that portion with men. Counsel up. Don't counsel on the same level. Counsel up. To somebody that's, that like like your your partners that was talking to you like dude what is you doing or dude you you're hurt right now even <laughs> though you didn't like it because you counseled up you might not have liked it at six o'clock when you heard it but like nine thirty you were like yeah I'm tripping I am hurt yeah it's, you know what I'm saying it's right funny, it's funny you said that because again the quality of individuals that you have in your life I mean they have a time where they could be humorous and they can also man tell you stuff in love. And then, so then all of a sudden you're starting to get vulnerable and stuff like that. And what I'm gonna say, damn, James, that's a lot of soul ties you're running through right now. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like damn, I'm like, 
Yeah, some of that. That's a quick little shade, quick little dagger. Like, oh, yeah, dog, you getting it, but uh, that's a lot of soul ties. All right, bro. Let's run it through right now. So you say to yourself, "All right, man, I gotta do better. I gotta, I got, I got." Right. I like that. I like that. I gotta chill out. Again, if anybody that is going to be anything in this world and is going to remain in that place, you have to have informed individuals around you to help you. You do not have that. I suggest you strongly to reevaluate your circle. Why are the people in your life the way they are? I, I, I like it with um with Jay Z, and he has this group of people that are around him. Mm-hmm. There's an idea that someone wants to approach Jay Z with. There are different levels, checks and balances, that look at that idea before it actually gets to him. And so you have to go. Who do you have amongst you, especially in these catastrophic times? That can man help you through those moments. Who says, okay, hey, look, check this out. We going out, man, to the golf and driving range. I got right. you. you know, we right. gonna just go, man, go, go, go work out. We're gonna put right. in the weights right now. We're gonna right. go, we're gonna try to man read something. We're gonna go out there, we're gonna have lunch or anything like that. We're gonna go and do things that guys do together. Or so like right. that. That make guys guys. So for right. lunch or so like that, yeah, we go to the driving range. Right. Like <laughs> they got places where they, they serve lunch and everything. You go, you hit a couple balls and stuff, and you talk and you get it off your chest, and then you move on with your day. Or they might go to Magic City, you know what I'm saying? Because the wings are good. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with <laughs> I heard I heard the wings are good in there. <laughs> hey, listen, we're talking to Mr. James Bush. And uh, you know, we don't have to roll it. Listen, this is a topic that we can probably take through the end of the year, whatever case it be. It definitely uh, I wanna uh we're gonna table some things until the next episode because we're gonna um uh, I think my my co-host will be able to join them, Mr. Charles James, whatever case may be of um you know, just uh, from a male perspective, some of the emotions that we're going through and some of the things that we can, um, you know, walk through uh, from in the latter area. And I know, honestly, let me say this to y'all, okay? Well, this is the, the end of part two uh, of, of, of uh, what's probably going to be a three, four, five part series. But honestly, James and I were going to come on here and we were going to talk about a completely different topic. Uh-huh. And he actually started talking and in the first two to three minutes, because I, I can understand how to walk in, inside of my gift, um, I knew where the Holy Spirit was going with this. And that's why we went this way. So I know that this, I, these episodes are going to bless so many people just simply because this or this conversation really organically happened. We didn't even put this together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, uh, but uh, James, you know, looking forward to speaking to you in our next episode because we're going to have to stay inside this divorce space because so many people are experiencing yeah. it right now. Um, and the goal is to help people walk through it, whether to keep you in and you recalibrate and reset or, you know, that there's alternate decisions that need to be made. But you need to make sure that, uh, you know, you do the due diligence within yourself um, while you're in this space. So, James, tell them how can they find you in the meantime? Man, you can find me on IG at Bush Counseling. Or you can look at my podcast at Mind of a Man Podcast is on IG, as well as you can find me on my website, bushcounselingservices.com. And you can also reach me via telephone, uh, 615-229-6205, 615-229-6205. Email me, james at justjamesbush.com. My wonderful assistant, Kenya, she will definitely man get back to you. All right. Any upcoming projects we should be on the, on the lookout for for you, sir? 
Oh, man. I mean, definitely the Mind of a Man podcast. Every Wednesday, we're releasing new episodes on all kinds of topics related to guys. I'm diving deep into, you know, what makes us us and some things that we missed along the way. Information on when I have something coming on as far as nutrition. I mean, a lot of guys, we work okay. out, with, but we don't really talk about nutrition enough. I've got business, um, wealth class, um, business and entrepreneurship. What does that really mean for us? I mean, um, we talked about domestic violence, how that affects families, you know, what is actually taking place. We've always heard about, you know, basically on the side of guys, you know, what we are doing on that. But for women, have a lady, young lady who has went through that. She's a coach. She's phenomenal. Sarita, she's excellent. And she explains what that actually looks like on the other side. And I hope it'll bless you. And then also to God willing, next week, 20, next year, that is 2021, we got the first book. And listen, as we roll on out of here, y'all, I appreciate you sharing that, for sharing that, James. Listen, you got to, gentlemen, you got to connect up with somebody else. Um, from a mentorship perspective and again if you need to get the wings from Magic City if that's a better way I'm coming in if that's a better way for you to come oh man I'm just I'm just messing with y'all I'm messing with you I'm halfway messing with y'all but we gonna come back yeah Coming in high. I ain't messing with you, man. I'm out. I write what I leave. My life in the speaker. Oh, man. Hey, Taylor. Taylor. What up? Let me buzz and.